SMQBs episode 24. My God, we are live in Las Vegas with a studio audience. This, whew, this probably should not even be posted. It was a hoot. Uh, audio is a little bit uh, less than ideal, but a good time nonetheless. Enjoy it. Have fun. I've lost my voice. From the people, climb up on the booth, singing from the people on the people, my head's the roof, dancing on the ceiling, on the people, I got people on the dancing on the people, I got people. This is SMQB's episode 24, live from Las Vegas with a studio audience for the first time. Toby, I walked by a sports book tonight. You're not going to believe this. I got odds. Jalen Hurts over under for wins, seven. Joe Flacco, six. Toby Milrod, eight. Wow. You can get those odds in Vegas. It's fucking unbelievable. I'm taking, I'm taking the under on all of those. Yes, you should take the under. I'm ready to go. You're the best hope for the Eagles this year. What's going on, everybody? We're in Vegas, baby. We're in Vegas. We have our. We always joke. We have one fan. We have like 25 in here. Yeah. I tell you what, we have no idea how this is going to go tonight. We have no agenda. We have no idea what we're doing. Roosters blasted, and wait, you say that's like something new, right? It's regular Monday, right? Yeah. So, uh, it's like Monday afternoon. Joe Rogan can hold my beer. Look at what we got. That's the first absolutely. thing we have to talk about is soccer. House, what happened on the European soccer this week? Anything interesting? Yeah. So. There was some big soccer action this weekend. Football. Um, and normally, most Americans don't care very much about soccer, except we had the very best. We have an audience member who's unruly. Yeah. Yeah. Gallery. I need a sergeant at arms here. Quiet, please. Quiet. The audience could be punchable face of the week. Exactly. Uh, House, back to soccer. This is important stuff. So, Absolutely. So, uh, Although we don't normally give a lot of space to soccer, we had the very best soccer teams and players in the world playing this weekend. Uh, on Saturday night in the Copa America, uh, two major rivalries, rivals in South, South, South American soccer, Argentina and Brazil faced off. You had Messi, the world's best soccer player, going against Neymar, arguably the second best soccer player in the world. And Messi despite a very storied career, which he'll go down as one of the greatest soccer players of all time, maybe just behind Pele, had never won an international tournament. And so uh, Argentina pulled off a one nothing victory over Brazil. But the next day was the big stage. Other than the World Cup, the biggest soccer tournament in the world is the European Cup. It's all, all the teams from Europe. And on this stage was two very storied teams, England versus Italy. And England had not won anything really of any substance since 1966 i know that year uh, what do you know about that'd it? be my birth year they haven't yeah. won fucking anything you were born in, in fucking four years wait you were born time. in 1966 1966 oh, oh, jesus you're old you're old, old. Like old. wow oh, wow the peanut gallery over here <laughs> House, go wow. on. Uh, I'm hoping we can get this episode on vinyl for Pope. So, anyways. <laughs> uh, he can't even add because he's 55. 
England jumped out to an early one nothing lead. Early, early like, lead. Like two minutes into the game. Fastest Euro final goal ever. Um, and it looked like the fans in Wembley playing before the home home fans in Wembley. It looks like that looked like they were gonna have a just unbelievable victory. There were hundreds of thousands of people in the streets. But Italy stormed back with a goal in about the 78th minute. Uh, they went into extra time. No goals were scored, and it went to PKs. And in the PKs, each team gets five shots each, and you go one after another. And uh, Italy had a chance to seal it up three to two. They had to make one more goal, and they would have won the cup. And the British goalie made an amazing save. So it remained three two, and England had a, a chance after two previous players missed kicks. England had a chance to send it into extra kicks. And for the third consecutive penalty kick, England misses. They lose at home. The tears follow. Italy is the champion. Vini, Vini, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Talk about your boy from Man U. Totally fucked up the whole thing. So this is a little bit of a wow. preview to the punchable face of the week. And it's not Marcus Rashford. Yes, it is. No, it is not. <laughs> yes, uh, it is. Uh, uh, he did the Fred Flintstone like bowling move go up there and did his PK. He's like the twinkle toes up there. So look, it was okay, a, Mr. Man City over here. You know, there was an interesting moment in that game, Rooster, because I don't you think know, your guy even had a PK. In the 119th minute, neither Sancho or Rashford had been in the game. Right. And the English coach decided to put them in in the 119th minute so they could be eligible for PKs. And they both missed. And they both missed. Not even close. And you know what? <laughs> great players, messy, great players miss under pressure situation. But I think what we'll talk about a little bit later on is how the English fans have reacted oh to Rashford God. missing. So like the Revolutionary War, the Brits got out to an early lead <laughs> yeah. and then shit the bed down the stretch. Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. Yeah. So Viva Azuri. Congrats to the Italian soccer team. Big Special shout out for the Sanguinetti family. <laughs> Bring it home for the Italians. All right. So, Pope, do you like the cup ending on penalty kicks? Look, we talked about this when we were watching it. I mean, you've got to have finality. Soccer could go on in forever. I mean, you at some point, one team is going to have to score – or you're going into four overtimes, five overtimes, guys are not going to be able to continue to play. It, it is not necessarily a fair way, but it is the best way no. to resolve a no. game. Most exciting for the fans, right? Most Look, PK for, for World Cup or Euro, for Euro final, I mean, that is it, it doesn't get any better than that. Does that say who the best team is? No. Sure it does. But no, it does not. Look, no, arguably, it both teams were good enough to win and, you know, you got PKs and that you got to you got to decide somehow. Jamie Goldstein, like what do you? Cup. Jamie Goldstein, what do you think? Jamie Goldstein, yeah. Oh, she played high, like she was a I top know. player. Yeah, she was yeah. goalie. So what's a better what's a better format, Jamie? Just keep playing. It's, it's just your, I mean, you're playing for a moment in time of, and you're shooting out. That's not how the games get. That's not how the game is played. We don't do a shootout in Stanley Cup. Like no, that's right. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about the Stanley Cup. Right. We may talk about the Cup at some but point. They have free substitution in, in hockey, right? In soccer, 
once you're done with your subs, those guys will die on the field if nobody fucking scores. All right, enough talk about soccer. All right, that's nobody in the USA cares about soccer anyway. That's true. Moving right along. NBA Rooster, what's happening in the NBA? NBA, who wants to talk about the NBA? All right. Who who here knows Stephen A. Smith? Come on. Everybody knows Stephen A. Stephen A. Stephen A just signed a new contract. Anyone know how much he's getting paid a year? How much is Stephen A get? How much? A dollar. Well, Stephen A. just signed a contract for $12 million a year. He's getting paid more than any NBA head coach, any NCAA head coach, and anybody on Milk's Stanley Cup winning lightning team. And, and not, Jeremy, that, that didn't happen. Great summary of the NBA. How the hell does Stephen A. Smith get $12 million a year? What, uh, That's what's wrong with sports, okay. isn't it? Aren't we in the middle yeah, of the NBA? I didn't think that's the lead story. Step away from your bourbon. How the hell does Stephen A. Smith get $12 million a year? I don't think anybody cares. What about the finals? <laughs> Talk about the finals, all Rooster. Right. Okay, all right. I mean, you have one job right. tonight. Stephen A. Smith's the national treasure. I'm sorry to get you bitches off the script. And, you know. We don't have a script tonight. That's the problem. All right. <laughs> so, all right. We'll talk about j- game three of the finals. Giannis. Giannis. Wow. In game two, scores 40-something points, and they get blown out. The difference in this game is. He scores 42, 13, and 6, and they win 120 to 100 because finally Drew Holiday and Middleton come to life. Drew Holiday scores 21 points. Middleton scores 18. Crazy Eyes, you know who I'm talking about, right? (laughs) Scores 11, and Lopez scores 11. And the Suns played game three like Milwaukee did in games one and two. They they had one guy really basically – I, I told he's not here. Jay Urban, our uh, our, our Milwaukee Bucks, our uh, resident fan. fan, right? I told him last night. I said game three is the easiest game to win in a seven game series if you're down 0-2. The, they always let up. You're, you're you very rarely have sweeps, and that was an easy win. Game four is the entire. It's what's all about. If they win game four, we got a good series. If they don't, it's over in five, as I predicted. But if Pope, tell us about the stats on on teams that have come back and win game four and go two and two. Well, he that's a tough done. one. If they have home court advantage, I would guess they're about 85%. We're not interested in guessing. Come you on, where are your stats, stats Pope? <laughs> what the hell, Pope? You're the stats guy. We got 20 people in the room waiting for your stats. I, I, I think that's a pretty good guess, 85%. All right, so the Suns, the Suns are – if I were a Suns fan, I'd be worried about Booker because he kind of shit the bet. He scored 10 points. He couldn't hit anything. But they'll come back. They'll come back. But I want to ask Cheryl Pope, who was the star of the Suns game? Cam Johnson. And, and why is that? And why is that? Why is that? He's a Toronto. Oh, who saw Cam Johnson's dunk in the third quarter? Posterized. It was he PJ Tucker. It was an all-time NBA dunk. It might go down in history oh as one of the God. top ten. Dunks oh in my NBA. God! Okay, hey, so he just Johnson. joins to the junk. Cam Johnson, is, the SMG. He just joins the pantheon of Vince Carter yes. and Michael Jordan. He has and the great dunk his dunk way dunk. into 
From now on, we're starting. starting. Public service announcement from now on, Milk will be in charge of the NBA segment. (laughs) Tampa doesn't even have a team, but he's taking over for Rooster. Milk, we love you. Jay Jay Urban did ask me to say, do you still think it's Bucks and seven? I do. So, so look, I mean, I, I think, yes, Booker didn't have a good game, but I, I do think the fans had something to do with game three. I mean, Milwaukee's been waiting for a home game in the NBA Finals for a long, long time. And I think each team is going to hold home court until game seven. And I still think the Bucks are going to pull it out in seven. Milk called in and said, Suns in four. What an NBA genius. What do you have there, Pope? What do you think? I had Suns and five. I still have Suns and five. They win game four and they close it out in game five. What do you think? Well, I mean, I going back months, I'm going to continue to say it and remind everyone that months ago, don't sleep on the Bucks. I said, don't forget about the Bucks. And so, Bucks and seven. Nastradamus. I got Suns and six. Suns and six. I think the Bucks win one more and that's it. All right. So, so Suns win at Milwaukee game six. All right. Suns and six. But can we just let's break from NBA finals and talk a little bit about international basketball Ah. and the USA. uh, Talk about shit in the bed. Thoughts house on USA. Who is this team anyway? Like, seriously, they lost to Nigeria. They lost to Australia. Like the big, tough international teams that faced. Like they either have no chemistry, no heart. They clearly have talent. I mean, Kevin Durant, something is the best. They're like a bad version of the Nets. No, we're talking about the Nets. Don't talk about my Nets. Nets would have been about to been to win the championship. No By the question. way, for the fans, for the injury, this is Mister Frontrunner. He yeah. never, he didn't know where the Nets. Played basketball until this year. Hey, he and went now out. He's, now he's he went out. Little, he went out on a limb and said, "Hey, let me tell you guys, keep an eye on the Nets." He's yeah, got, <laughs> he's got that. He's got seven. That's when they got teams before they got. No, 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 no. no. So back look, to episode one. So the USA yeah. basketball, it's crazy to to bury this team right now. They just finished the season. Most of these guys are still, you know, aching from the whole season. They played two exhibition games. They will run away with any competition really? that's serious. Really? Yeah, no, one person on Australia's team. I don't have any idea who plays on Australia's team. Delhi? I also Delhi? don't think Delhi. I also don't think I don't think anybody on the USA team could name one person because they didn't care. They're just getting their legs back under them. They will be so fine. After losing to Nigeria, they're like, oh, we don't care. Australia. Can yes, they cared, they cared less. Wow. We're talking about practice. Practice. Right? We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I think think we have no chemistry. Moving right along from the NBA and from basketball. Sad story. Brian Pope, call your office. What happened to the Atlanta Braves? Uh, uh, Acuna. Acuna. Oh, Marcy. Marcy. What happened to Acuna, Marcy? We have heartburn in the uh, left quadrant of the room. Acuna Matata. An MVP. The engine that drives. We do. A real Braves fan. Two. Not just Braves fan. Trace. So, you know, look. Pope, lay, lay it out there for him. Let's get some reaction from the hometown fans. Pope's second team, by the way. It was actually my first team and then the Rangers. It's complicated. 
It's it's uh with Acuna out. Look, we've been talking about the NL East. It's on a hamster. It's like a, a wheel hamster turning. We got the Phillies. We got the Nats. We got the Braves. Nobody wants to really come up and challenge the Mets. I think the Braves now fall off without Acuna. I mean, he was the engine that uh, that drove that train. So um, it's it's. I think he'll come back. You know, ACL, horrible injury. Come back um, when? Come back when? No, no, he'll be back. Back. Not this year, obviously, but. Not even. You know, it's not a career ending injury. Let me ask you, all three of you guys are NL East fans. For the life of me, I can't figure out why. Oh, what fans? NL East. NL East. Oh, NL East. Yeah. Did any of your teams draft, draft before the Mets? In the no, draft? no. How the hell did the Mets get Rocker? I think they drafted in the, with the 10th pick. Yeah. You well, guys are well, screwed. The no. Mets now have three aces on their team. Listen, this is sort of like when the well, Giants drafted a guy named Daniel Jones. Yeah, Daniel who everyone Dimes. thought was going to be a good player, and he's really pretty mediocre. Brewster, the you MLB, have no idea how this is going to turn out. Brewster, the MLB draft is putting a blindfold over your eyes and throwing darts. You have no idea that everybody number of first who follows Jeremy. What do you think? Jeremy, no, Come on, Jeremy. Everybody who follows baseball is like. Leader, lighter, and and rocker. And rocker. Lighter, no, that was in the top. That was, wait, 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 that was before they played the played the season this year. Then they all I, got shelled. No, no, no. The guys in H. The guys in H. Let's let our fans. Let's let the fans talk. Jer- wait, Jeremy from Indiana. Yeah, Jeremy from Indiana. <laughs> the top two picks in the MLB draft are pretty much locked in. Now, where they go kind of depends on what the team's needs are and. The fact that the microphone and speed it up a little too. This is an East Coast podcast, not a Midwest one. It is a lot of it after that is just throwing darts. Oh, yeah, but like lighter. I mean, but look, catcher, awesome analysis. Thank you. He's right, though, just throwing darts. So you think that Rocker was a tenth round, a tenth pick in the first round? Those the needs, man. Well, the Mets don't. He fell to the Mets, who have two awesome starting pitchers. Now they have three. Right. Three when? Do you think Rocker is going to join Degrom and Syndergaard next year? I, I do. Next year? Wow! Yeah. Okay. Wow! That, that'll be by our hundredth pod. There were better odds <laughs> at Caesars that Toby wins games in the NFL this year than <laughs> Rocker wins games <laughs> in the NLB next year. Tender for Navon. Yeah, no. Great image, by the way. Well, Akuna, oh. down goes Akuna. That's wow. sad. Yeah. Great young talent. Nobody likes to see that. But Bison, since you're the baseball aficionado, I Uh-oh. think our fans need to know, like, yeah. we're at the halfway yeah. point of the baseball season. What is going to happen in the second half? Our pre- our predictions pretty much, for the most part, went to shit. So where are we now? Yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess because uh, MLB decided to put their finger on the scale, get their thumb on the scale again. And, you know, the season started, they said, oh, too many home runs. And so they sort of looked the other way. And now it was like too many strikeouts. And so what do they do? They start like they start putting in rules about the the substance of the ball, the spider attack. Max Scherzer has to take his pants off when he's running off the mound. And, and what happens all of a sudden? Those fucking productions going up for the offenses. So I don't think Told we have you. any idea what's going to happen this season. 
I think the only thing that we should be talking about in baseball right now that has any relevance is Otani. Otani. If you're not watching Otani every time he's pitching and every at bat, right. forget it. Forget about your team. Forget about the Yankees. Forget about no, the don't Nats, forget about the, the Yankees. Forget no, 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 about the Braves. Just, just watch Otani. Otani is the starting pitcher tomorrow night for the American League. And he's the leadoff batter. And they changed the and rules. And he's the home run derby. They changed like, the rules so that if he comes out of the game pitching, pitching. he can stay in and keep hitting. Right. That's what a phenom he is. Right. So, you know, look. It's just really hard to tell what's going to happen because of the way, and we talked about this on previous pods, Major League Baseball keeps screwing up because they can't get out of their own way. They, Whenever they feel like they need to, they put their thumb on the scale and it backfires on them. And so here we are now. We had this crazy first half. Nobody could hit. Nobody could score runs. And now we're going to have the second half where who the hell knows what's going to happen. So, so I'll tell you what's not going to happen. I'm going to tell you right now what's not going to happen. The San Francisco Giants will not make the playoffs. Whoa. Wow. I'm sticking with it. Best record in baseball. Who, who would have predicted that? Why do you have that prediction? Because they're just not that good. They don't have anyone who can play baseball on that team. Why? Why they have the best record in baseball is just this, fucking shocking this, this is boy this coming from a podcast that picked the yankees and the nats here's the thing let me for, for real about baseball by here, here's the thing pretty much to make the playoffs in baseball you need 90 wins right, right. and you can scratch off a lot of teams right now like even yeah. For example, the Phillies, yes, they're in second behind the Mets, but they're at 44 and 44, okay? To to get 90 wins, they have to go something like 40 and right. 20. Right, because we are definitely more than halfway through the season right. at this point. It's yeah. not 100%. happening for so many teams. Right. You, are the Phillies going to get another 46 wins in the season? There's no way. There's no way. So there's a lot. I think there's a lot of things we do know that some teams are just scratched off because they're not getting the 90 wins. This is a, I think this is a crazy year. Nobody saw the Giants coming. At all. No. Nobody saw that coming. Because they have the nobody who can play oh, and, baseball. And, and, and who have never been on a team that used its actual team camaraderie. That plays a bunch. Yes. Their talent level. That's, that's, how the Nats, that's how the Nats won the World Series two years. The yeah, last time they played the World Series. Series. They're, in the, they're in the division with the Dodgers and the Padres, I mean, and they have the best the record in baseball. Every now and again. You know what I mean? Yeah, All right. I don't know. Can they yeah. keep that? All right. I don't think so. But Enough on baseball. We're gonna. There's nothing to talk about college football, Meredith Burns. All right. We're going to move on to everybody's favorite segment. Punchable, Punchable face of the week. Come on, man. And with the local DBC news, Evan Kujay with a triumphant comeback. More But tonight, don't call it a comeback. Mama said, I'm gonna Mama said, All right, so look. Wait, hold on. Don't call it a comeback. Hold on. <laughs> Cam from West Virginia. Who actually had the most punchable face of this week? Mutino. Yeah, and why is that? 208 punches to the face. Yeah, that is a bad face for anyone. That is literally the punchable face of the week. All right, but we don't do literal here because we're not that smart. So (laughs) 
<laughs> Toby? So I am going to give our live audience oh, yes. oh, hey. oh, a little not one, not two, not three, not four. I'm going to give you five choices wow. for the punchable face of the week. There's only six people in the room. <laughs> Who's going to break the time? <laughs> I'm going to describe <laughs> the situation pretty succinctly and let you guys decide based on this performance of what happened, who gets the punchable face of the week. Okay. okay. In the world of UFC fighting here in Las Vegas, Ooh, boo. Conor McGregor, Conor boo. McGregor, Fought and not really, said, not really, not really. Conor McGregor fought and said that his opponent was going to be taken out on a stretcher. Well, Conor McGregor left in the first round on a stretcher yeah. with a broken tibia. With a broken tibia, uh, wimp. Loser, there's a flesh wound, a punch in the face. He's Trent definitely Arnold. eligible. All right, that's a nominee. Okay, that's Second that's nominee, disgrace to the Irish. The I'll twelve, right <laughs> the twelve million dollar man, Stephen A. Smith, today after getting twelve million dollars, inserted his foot in his mouth by saying that Shohei Otani could never oh, be. Could never be the face of baseball oh. because he doesn't speak English and requires an interpreter. Oh. To which he had to issue oh, yeah, a is. very lengthy apology. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Real world face palm. Yeah. yeah. And then, Number three. And Number three. Sorry, sorry, Jeremy, but the Tampa Bay Lightning, despite oh. their championship, did something absolutely sacrilegious. They toyed around with the Stanley Cup and completely damaged it so much that the Stanley Cup, the probably the most famous championship trophy in sports, has to be repaired. They can't even hold the cup right now because it has to be sent in the shop to be repaired. Assholes! Yeah. Yeah. Tampa <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Tampa sucks. Let's Number four. And I'm going to blame that on the Russians. The Tampa yeah. <laughs> Number four. The USA basketball team needs to get off their high horse and win an effing international basketball game. It's an embarrassment what happened this week, losing in Nigeria and Australia, and that alone deserves a punch in the face. And the fifth and final one is, I am sorry, I will never, ever root for English soccer again. This team, okay, this team who I wanted them to win, okay, what happened in those penalty kicks were – the first two guys that took penalty kicks for England were white. Harry Kane and Harry Maguire. Oh, this is important. And then oh, the next and then the next the next three guys that took penalty kicks for England were persons of color black. <laughs> Unfortunately, they all missed. And the British fans have taken to brutal hooliganism to, to social to media. I mean they suck. Yeah, suck. these are these are they suck. 19, 20, 21 year old kids yep. that are missing a penalty kick. The racism, the first of all, as the Italian fans were leaving the stands just because they won, I don't know if you've seen some of the video. Yeah, the so. English fans beat the shit out of the Italian fans yep. coming out of the stadium. Yep. Then went all over social media making death threats to the black players on the team. And on top of that, by the way, for those of us who have our F1 you know, fans out there, Lando Norris, who attended the match, had his watch stolen at the game. McLaren had to issue a statement about that. Horrors. Wow. So, like, they beat up a child. Get a grip. They beat up a child. As Rooster would say on one of our podcasts, get a life. Get a fucking life.
fucking like. So, so you're, so you're. So who's the? Wait, so that's what we want to hear. We want you, live audience, to decide. The English, the English soccer fans. English fans. The English fans. We're gonna have our audience boo. The louder you boo, the more the lightning that we're going to punch the face. Clearly, the answer on this should be the Tampa Bay Lightning. Just letting you know. Lightning. Let's hear the first. Time I think it's been down to it's got to be down to Stephen A. and the British. Are there any fans. boos for Conor McGregor not talking the talk or walking the walk in his fight? Light boos, light boos, Everyone's afraid of Conor. What do you tell people? Stephen A. Smith says Shohei Otani cannot be the face of baseball. Very strong. Very strong. Yeah, okay. Tampa, the Tampa Bay Lightning cannot protect the Stanley Cup. Yay. <laughs> USA basketball can't beat Nigeria or Australia. The English soccer hooligan fans are out of control and beating Stop. up fans and chanting racist taunts. <laughs> America. Yeah. America. England. America. I think it's England. You yeah, just England got England just like 1776. You're yeah, punching yeah. the fucking face again. Bam! Well, we all know that there's a lot of fucking horrible things that happen in sports, but every once in a while, there's some good things. Ted Lasso moment. Pope, we have a great Ted Lasso moment. And Let's hear it. Our audience will kind of remember what happened last week, but the spelling bee, which is, by the way, a sport, is we've all decided that as, as not a, a sport. Not an Olympic. It's on ESPN. <laughs> it, is, it is a sport. It's on the Ocho. I'll have you know. Meredith, right? we'd like, Meredith has a serious question about the sports. I think it is. A sport, and I think you're just neglecting it because um, someone from LSU won. Wait, wait, okay, wait, wait. We're literally giving away. Why is that be true? We're giving away the last. I'm not to punch the face. We're moving on here. Do you know what a lasso is? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. We have a new nomination. Mary Burns for not. Let's let's face it. It's not a sport, but we're gonna honor this. All right, calm calm yourself down, Mary. Meredith, calm down. Because we all know that people from LSU can't even spell Louisiana. But you know what? Hey, Rooster. You know what they can spell? Murray. Right. That was the winning word. That Zaelia Avadgard, yeah. 13 year old from Louisiana. Oh, <laughs> right. So she is the first African American to win the spelling bee after, I don't know, like 
80 or 90 years. Of Actually, African American, unlike the British side. <laughs> yeah. Who says that? And no idea. she is an amazing story, though. Yes. She already holds three Guinness World Records <laughs> yep. for oh juggling with basketball. All of our fans out there, including our live audience, you should Google. You mean dribbling? Avant-garde and Guinness World Records. And you'll see this it's insane, insane video of this girl dribbling blindfolded, dribbling on a, on a unicycle. A it is balls. insane what she's, she's doing. She's also Six an awesome balls player. Time. Right. right. Yeah. And she's a great she's basketball a player, too, star, right? Too. So... Then she goes out, not only has those world records, goes out and wins the spelling bee. The focus to do that and then go win the spelling bee. That's a great story. Um, that's my lasso. The best part of her winning that, though, was her little dance after she won. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, you know, I'm, maybe I'm getting old and sentimental, but uh, oh, hell, the, really, the joy that she yeah. had was oh, yeah. all it was about. It was like this. It was spin. It was, uh, it was glorious. Oh, 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 yeah. Wow. The audience, yeah. the listeners could Look, see this. It was like 35 okay. years younger. Not not nearly as nimble, but even though Rooster Rook and Tommy John Underwood will pay for that. Thank you. Uh, but John. really, the joy that she showed there was just what sports are all about. And that's what's missing nice. in a lot of sports. Did she have a scholarship to LSU at age She's 13. I'm sure she can write her ticket to do whatever she wants to do. I mean, she's an amazing basketball player already. She is, and so um, is that a sport? she she clearly. Oh, ouch! Yeah, ever heard of Shaq? Shaq? <laughs> Hello, Hello. She clearly showed blinders. Showed her a little moxie under pressure, and uh, it's it is really a great story, and it is to be celebrated by the entire country. So good for her, and yeah. she gets the SMQB's Ted Lasso. Hey, thanks to our live audience for coming. If you guys were terrible. Show, you, wait, wait, wait. you didn't listen to any, you didn't follow any of the rules. No Q&A? Yeah. People are leaving. People are running for the exit. <laughs> yeah. What's that all about? We're still looking for sponsors, so if you enjoy yeah. the show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Before we get canceled by Apple Podcasts, please sponsor. This is like the end of a Sixers game when Ben Simmons on the line shooting free throws. People are heading for the exits because they know the outcomes. Oh, the yeah, there we go. <laughs> Oh my God! Hey, final speed round. Congratulations to our our SMQB host Toby on completing his excellent year as president of a very, very, very important organization. He's in twenty four episodes of the SMQBs while also being responsible for the safety of the free world. Good job, Toby. We love you. Good job, everybody. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a great week, guys. Thanks for our live audience.